0: Give me sports, give me tacos, give me the world,
1: the Jimmy Podcast World.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are live on YouTube. And we are also live on Facebook. Uh, Thank you for those of you that are joining in. I know I said 3.30. Um, Being that I'm a one-man band, uh, no producers or anything like that, it's a little tough to get things set up. Um, Got the studio lights going. Um, I like how those are coming out. And um, also gathering last bits of information looking at last minute stories and last uh last minute sound bites that I can get um this will be a really heavy sound bite uh episode um it's also probably um out of I believe this is now 21 22 episodes in probably the most difficult it's the most sensitive that's for sure um it's the most difficult in that it's the conversation around race, and it's something that, as far as difficult topics went, um, it's one that's addressed. I think that it's one that I'm looking to address, and I'm looking to uh, create some dialogue around that. Um, we've had one episode already where we celebrate and discuss and talk about the journey of one of my good friends coming to America. Um, Really soon, I hope to uh, start the process of recording one with my mom. It'll be a difficult one to get through. It is one that is a continued sensitive subject in this country, and uh, so is what we're here to talk about today. Um, Unfortunately, we're here to talk about the killing of George Floyd by a former police officer and it's it's tough um at some point i'll see if i can arrange a way for you guys to call in um i have skype running i don't know if we'll do that um my only fear with going live going live with calls is not that i want to edit it to make it um go my way or 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 anything like that I I don't care I think that once you go live on Facebook YouTube once you're putting yourself on social media platforms um and podcasting platforms I think that's out the window I think that you understand that you are now vulnerable you are now subject to criticism and ridicule you are gonna be someone that's a target in, in some ways um, a lot of, uh, in a lot of ways I've, I've essentially put my personal life myself, um, on camera, on, uh, on this microphone. And I think that it's, um, it's what I was looking for. Um, it's not something that I want to run away from, but just because of the, those things doesn't mean it's not, it's not difficult. Um, I don't know what I have in store for you guys, this podcast. I really don't. Um, So often I, the the most easiest, the the most easiest thing I think that I've been asked is um, how hard was it to, to get on the microphone and, and, and now even cameras and all this other stuff wasn't difficult at all. That's actually been the easiest part, at least for me. Um, Never one short on opinion, Uh, never one to not have words on most things the the most difficult part i think has been you know the creative side of things as far as like putting things on social media uh getting this together uh we're starting an hour and a half after i said we would um it's a lot of those things the promoting uh trying to get you know a shop together for hats shirts and whatnot that's the, the the talking's been the easiest part let me cut this short and, and and start an MMA podcast right now I'll go an hour alone but topics like this they're they're extremely sensitive um at times hopeless in 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 a in a solution and at times trying to look for realism to what it is that we're looking to to achieve as, as a society as a nation. For those of you who don't know and I I seriously doubt there's anyone out there that doesn't um, George Floyd African- American was in in Minneapolis. Um, I've heard that either he was cashing in a, a, you know, falsifying a check or a fake $20 bill or something like that. Um, the store told him to leave. He was outside. They called the cops and, you know, they showed up. He was in his car. They were able to bring him out of the car, um, put him in handcuffs and set him down against the wall against I believe what was the store that he was in and they went to go pick him up and as they were walking away they ended up putting him on the ground and there's there's one thing there's one thing to look at is that a police officer's first job is to assess the situation. What's going on? What am I getting myself into? What's what what's around me? What level of threat am I facing? By that level of threat, and 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 please, if you know a police officer, um, I'd love nothing more than to have one on. I am. I, I, I will come out and say this, I am 100%, I'm pro-cop, I am pro-police officer. I think that their uh, job is difficult, it's one I respect, it's, um. it is one that anyone can admire as far as the difficulties. So if you know one, please put them in touch with me. Or ha- ha- allow me to put myself in touch with them. <laughs> Out of all the things that this coronavirus has has, I think done to us is. i love nothing more than to have people here in studio. I I hate this this phone call stuff. I hate this Facetime stuff. I I'm a people person, man. What's probably my my only greatest ability is people and talking to them and i'd love nothing more than to have a police officer to talk to to understand how difficult it is for them But as I was saying, we assess their situation, right? We assess as a police officer. They assess the situation. They look at the level of threat, and then their next thing is to de-escalate the situation. A lot of you worked in retail, and a lot of you worked in real retail, which, which is something like an Apple store, and. It's de escalating that situation. It's bringing it down, right? An upset person. For those of you working uh, in the county, for school, in a lot of different professions, you'll deal with that. The time will come where I'll have someone either here in front of me on the phone. On a camera. And we'll get into it. That's just it's it's gonna happen. And I have to now de-escalate that, right? Bring that down. Make sure I don't get heated. And I think police officers, in a way, have that same challenge in front of them. On a grander scale, on a way more dangerous scale. There is life on the line. Theirs or who they're dealing with. So their job is once they find out this is a threat, it's not just some dude, it's not just an idiot that uh, is arguing with uh, the ticket taker at a Giants game and then is approached by police officers and and told to leave. By the way, San Francisco PD, thank you for allowing me to finish that. Really expensive beer before you kick me out of the, uh, out of the stadium. But they, they realized right away wasn't a threat, just a dude wanting his bobblehead. I got that bobblehead. They were to see I wasn't not a threat. Put me in the corner. Allowed me to finish my beer. Told me to leave. Sort of, I left sort of. But there are other uh, unfortunate situations for them where they have to put cuffs on someone, pepper spray, nice sick, gun. One of the first things out of high school I wanted to be was a cop. At now I took a... the class at the time was called PCA 32. It was an arrest and firearms class. I just want to go shoot guns. I think that's why I took that class. Um, but it was with a. Um, an assistant from the DA's office was a professor. And um, the first thing he said is like. Our first line of, of. Of defense. On de-escalating something. Is our mere presence. The fact that they're a cop. Is enough for a lot of people. Going back to my story on getting kicked out of ATT uh or not Oracle Park. I was maybe giving the guy uh the ticket taker guy that wouldn't give me the bobblehead. I was maybe giving him some shit. Giving my size compared to him i was probably threatening and i wouldn't stop then the cops came the uniform changed and i was like "Woo, hey um that's the first thing right that's the first that's the first way that you that's the first thing you see and you go like all right most people will bring it down, stop it, cool off, walk away. And then they go through everything else they have. But they stop at neutralizing. A police officer is told to stop at neutralizing. They don't continue. They don't continue going once they've neutralized, and once someone is neutralized, wh- whatever that is, if it was neutralized in a physical, violent manner, which was uh, pepper spray, which was fist, which was a stick, which was a gun, whatever it was, you body slammed them, whatever it was, you then assess, are you okay? Are they okay? Who needs help? Who needs medical attention? Does someone need aid at that point? So when someone tells you they can't breathe, they can't breathe. there's been a lot of times where I've seen police officers handle situations and it's come out on the news. And I've been able to go like, well, dude, look, the guy was, the guy was resisting. The guy was this, the guy was that. He had just punched someone over there. He had done something over there. He tried to do something to that person over there. He had a weapon in his hand, whatever it was. I've always been there to say that when I thought, hey, the cop was within his right. thing that I think I'm upset at the most is when they say something like, gather all the evidence. Trying to find everything else. Like, people are still asking for it. body cam footage in case they miss anything. What did they miss? That What do you think we possibly have missed with the multiple angles we've had already? I don't need to see another angle. No one needs to see another angle. I do not need to see police uh, body cams. Because the fact of the matter was, he was handcuffed, facing the ground, and there was four of you. And for the next eight and a half, nine minutes, ten minutes, whatever it is that, that they say it was, You had your knee to the back of his head, back of his neck. They're saying that it was like two and a half, three minutes after the knee was removed from the back of his neck. He was already unconscious, dead. It would be best to have a police officer here to talk about training, what it is that that they have to say. But you've seen that. You've been on TikTok. You've been on Facebook. You've been on Instagram. You've been on all these platforms and multiple hundreds of police officers, I'm sure, thousands, the vast majority of them who are good cops have all said, That's just not the way we do things. That is not something we stand for. Here's a police officer on uh, TikTok. Standpoint, right?
2: I'm disgusted with the things that happened in Minneapolis. Period, point blank. Things could have went way different. At the end of the day, let's talk facts. The Guy is on the ground. He's laying on his stomach. He have handcuffs on. It's four of y'all, one of him. Four of y'all, one of him. Who has control of this situation? It's not much one person could do against four people. Now let's get deeper, Right as an officer, you are a first responder, right? So if in the midst of you trying to gain compliance, someone is hurt, you have to render aid. So somebody saying, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. You don't think to yourself and say, oh my gosh, this guy can't breathe. He might die. Let me render aid. Right? Another point, officers, other officers, if you're going to be an officer that's going to stand there and not help and not help when things go wrong, Come on, like, you don't see that? That's the reason I got behind this badge, right? Because I want them officers that's afraid to step up, I want to be the one to step up. If I see wrong happening, wrong is not happening in my presence, right? I'm going to check it, and that's period.
0: If I see wrong happening in my presence, I'm going to check it. Well, there was wrong there, and there was four officers. Now, the worst of the four is the one with his knee to the guy to George Floyd's uh to the back of his neck. Sure. I think the other 3. I was talking with this uh with uh my father-in-law last night. Something that a lot of you who work retail, whatever you work in really and you're dealing with an upset customer, an upset co-worker, whatever it is. You are told to, if you observe that, to step in, to help de-escalate, to get your coworker to walk away and you take care of it, to grab a manager. Clearly, it's not working out between you and whoever you're talking about. I can't tell you how often I've, I've talked to coworkers saying that the person out there is entirely rude and a complete bitch. And then I go out there and go like, hey, what's up? My name is Jimmy. Um, I know you were dealing with whoever and, um, you know, um, I wasn't here for a lot of that. But go ahead and take me through what's going on with you today. How can I help you out? How can I make this better? Oh, um, I just wanted whatever. Cool. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, how was he? He was fine. And it's it's happened the other way around where I've been back to going, like, dude, I can't deal with that person out there. And then... They go out there and come back, and I go, like, how were they? Oh, they were fine, dude. They were totally chill. That's, I think, something I think this police officer just said. If I see wrong in my presence, I'm going to check it. Whether it's, in, in, in our case, for those non-police officers, worked whatever job we work in, whether it's, hey, customer's wrong or my coworker's wrong. Either way, stepping in is the right thing to say. The only thing that's missing is whether or not one of those other police officers said anything. We won't know that, at least not for now. Um, The last I checked, and I don't know if anyone else can correct me. I, I don't think they've made any arrests for them. The only one arrested is so far, the one police officer. It is nuts. If like is it we didn't have a lot to deal with given this coronavirus and everything else this year. A time where we needed to come together and work as one to get past this pandemic, whether it is as real as they say it is or not or, or whatever it is, a pandemic or whatever it may be. Just getting past that and going back to some normalcy. And it felt like we might be heading there. I've had a lot of mixed emotions. I've had a lot of mixed emotions. Um, since this happened, and since all the protests have been happening, and since some of those turned to riots. It is... Heartbreaking to see police out there in riot gear, SWAT gear, firing these canisters with, you know, these flashbangs or uh, some sort of crowd deterrent. There was even um uh talks in my old hometown, a place I called home for six years in San Jose blocks away from San Jose state where people were protesting and police officers said they might even test a some sort of sound system that would make it unpleasant to listen to and you'd have to disperse that is a that is some next level stuff there for sure the first thing after hearing this was expected protest and protest continues to erupt. I'm looking at right now on screen process erupts across the U S following death of George Floyd. This is in Miami, uh, which looks like live right now. Salt Lake city, the same thing, just really sweeping the nation. One thing that I, I, i i thought early on and still feel is that i understand the protest and as time has gone on maybe understanding a little more the rioting and the public destruction of, of of buildings not saying i'm okay with it But everyone has a breaking point, I think. I know. Everyone has a breaking point. When do you, how much longer do you continue peaceful protests? How many more people need to die before this peaceful protest stuff takes effect? I don't have the answers. You want to talk to me about two nights MMA fights? I can tell you with a little more certainty. I can't hear. That's why this is a tough one for me. But I understand. I understand from some people. I think in times like this, there should be more people out there in positions of influence and power. Should be out there talking to these people. Should be out there talking with the police. We need more people to talk. The following is quite a long clip. Um, It is the mayor of Atlanta. Um... She had a very, what I felt, a very powerful message. Um, It's uh, about three minutes long. If you have not heard it, it's a good one. It's a good message. It's the stuff we need. It's the leadership that we need, The liter- the leadership that we're lacking across this nation, mayors, governors, and our president. In times like this. With, with dumb statements like, when people loot, it's time to shoot. I was shocked that people approached the White House. Now, hearing me say that, I don't think I am. I don't think it's right. But neither is that comment by the president of the United States of America, the most powerful position in the world. We need more people like the mayor of Atlanta.
3: I am a mother. I am a mother to four black children in America, one of whom is 18 years old. And when I saw the murder of George Floyd... I hurt like a mother would hurt. And on yesterday, when I heard there were rumors about violent protests in Atlanta, I did what a mother would do. I called my son and I said, Where are you? I said, I cannot protect you and black boys shouldn't be out today. So you're not going to out concern me and out care about where we are in America. I wear this each and every day and I pray over my children each and every day. So what I see happening on the streets of Atlanta is not Atlanta. This is not a protest. This is not in the spirit of Martin Luther King Jr. This is chaos. A protest has purpose. When Dr. King was assassinated, we didn't do this to our city. So if you love this city. This city that has had a legacy of black mayors and black police chiefs. And people who care about this city where more than 50% of the business owners in Metro Atlanta are minority business owners. If you care about this city, then go home. And pray that somebody like Reverend Beasley will come and talk to you and give you some instructions on what a protest should look like and how you effectuate change in America. This police chief made a video on yesterday, pull it up on YouTube, where she said she was appalled to watch the murder of George Floyd. This woman did that. You're not honoring the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. and the civil rights movement. You're not protesting anything running out with brown liquor in your hands, breaking windows in this city. T.I. and Killer Mike own half the West Side. So when you burn down this city, You're burning down our community. If you want change in America, go and register to vote. Show up at the polls on June 9th. Do it in November. That is the change we need in this country. You are disgracing our city. You are disgracing the life of George Floyd and every other person who has been killed in this country. We are better than this. We're better than this as a city. We are better than this as a country. Go home. Go home. In the same way I can protect my son on yesterday, I cannot protect you out in those streets. You're throwing knives at our police officers. You are burning cars. You have to face the CNN building. Ted Turner started CNN in Atlanta 40 years ago because he believed in who we are as a city. There was a black reporter who was arrested on camera this morning who works for CNN. They are telling our stories and you are disgracing their building. This is not the legacy of civil rights in America. This is chaos and we're buying into it. This won't change anything. We're no longer talking about the murder of an innocent man. We're talking about how you're burning police cars on the streets of Atlanta, Georgia. Go home.
0: Extremely powerful words. Uh, from Keisha Lane Bottoms, Atlanta Mayor. She she touched on a couple of things. Uh, we'll get into Killer Mike and Ti in a second. Uh, Killer Mike had some very powerful words as well. Um. Not too long ago, and before before I go any further, um. As I say this, the one thing I've I've um, been happy to maintain as a parent is not telling other people that need to have kids. You don't you don't need to have kids. I'm glad I did. It's, it's changed me. It changes me every day. It continues to mold me and shape me and move me in directions. Primarily my mindset on things. I was telling a friend of mine that. That you can tell when people speak about Anything. With a probably 70, 80% accuracy, you can go like, that's a parent. By hearing them talk about anything, you can pick up on their child's influence in what they say. And some of you don't need that. Some of you are are way better people than me and, and more self-driven and more go-getter. But to me... My change in perspective has come from that. It's happened in stages for me. Moved in with who was then my girlfriend, who then became my fiance, and became my wife. Life-changing to just move in. Getting married, life-changing. And now, a kid that trumps all. For the longest time, I'm like, dude, all minorities have it just as bad. For the longest time. How many of you listening, watching right now, for those of you joining in on Facebook Live and YouTube Live? We're here talking about the unlawful and outrageous killing of George Floyd. My former Minneapolis Police officer, sir. How many of you have either been told a speech or have given a speech? To there will come a time where you will be at gunpoint, where you will be in cuffs, where you will be on the ground. And we're given a playbook on how to survive that. Don't worry. I'll wait. You can tell me whenever whenever if you were told that. Not not many of you were. I wasn't. To tell my daughter she's going to have to encounter Police officers one day. And they will mistreat her. These are the following steps baby. This is how. While wrong. It's how you survive it. And you have to move on. Like it's okay. I think these protests. And riots. As much as I'd like to find. Not. The right way to protest, the right way to riot, because I some of you have told me that on Facebook. You want the right way to riot. You want the right way to protest. I don't know what that is. I lean on leadership. At the top of our chain, the, our our leader, our president, we're not getting anything there. He just gave a speech not too long ago. We'll go over SpaceX here towards the end. But he gave a speech after the SpaceX uh, launch. And (laughs) all he did was, was bash on protesters. We need leadership like the mayor of Atlanta. We need leadership all around this country to step in to talk, to to be a voice with both protesters, minority groups, all groups in general. Look, man, I don't think there's ever going to be a time where racism is non-existent. We just got to find a way to get to a level where we coexist. Where we can tolerate each other. I go back to work references and how many people you work with do you hate? How many do you think hate you? It's about tolerating, working together and getting things done and putting other feelings aside. Would I love to see this utopia where there is zero hatred? As a Mexican. As a Mexican and a proud American. With a mother who was uninvited to this country. I would damn sure love that. It's probably not going to happen. When I release and record and release the episode with my mom, I'm, I'm ready for backlash. If it's listened to by a lot of people, I'm ready for it. I've seen some of these protests go into the st- neighborhoods. You know what? At the end of the day, man, they burn down the Target. They, they have insurance, and it'll be back up and running. And we'll touch on Target and stores like that in a bit, too. That's one thing. The scary part was going when they were being pushed back into neighborhoods. I'm like, damn, this could be right outside my home. With my daughter right behind a couple pieces of wood. These fires could spread into homes, people's cars. Saw a dude's car on the 101 working from home right now, or else I probably would have been stuck in that traffic. A skateboard was bashed in to his car. That's That's what I thought about when I saw that. This could be right outside. It was truly unsettling to think about. Do these riots have a place? There's an argument to be made on both sides, man. But we need people to step in, celebrities. I know a lot of you celebrity bash and, and 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 bash on these billionaires and whatever else. We need a lot of those people to step in right about now. Here's T.I. and uh, Killer Mike.
1: Atlanta is the place where people like me, Killer Mike, other artists, creatives, Uh, other people who come from our culture, and other people who rise up out of the wreckage of the struggle that we all experience just by being born a certain color in this country. Uh, But Atlanta is a place uh, where we can set an example of prosperity, and we've done that for generations. People like Dr. King, uh, uh, Maynard Jackson, Ambassador Young, have paved the way for us. Um, And when everything else goes away, when you don't get treated right in New York, when you don't get treated right in LA, when you can't get treated right in Detroit, when you don't get treated right in St. Louis, when you don't get treated right in Alabama, Atlanta has been here for us. This city don't deserve it. However, I understand that a lot of others do, but we can't do this here. This is Wakanda, it's sacred, it must be protected. Um, I didn't want to Mike and I don't want
4: to be here. I'm the son of an Atlanta City police officer. Um, My cousin is an Atlanta City police officer, and my other cousin East Point police officer. And I got a lot of love and respect for police officers down to the original eight police officers in Atlanta that even after becoming police had to dress in a YMCA because white officers didn't want to get dressed. And here we are, 80 years later, I watched a white officer assassinate a black man. And I know that tore your heart out. And I know it's crippling. And I have nothing positive to say in this moment. Because I don't want to be here. But I'm responsible to be here because It wasn't just Dr. King and people dressed nicely who marched and protested to progress this city and so many other cities. It was people like my grandmother, people like my aunts and uncles who were members of SCLC and NAACP, and in particular, Reverend James Orange, Mrs. Alice Johnson, and Reverend Love, who we just lost last year. So I'm duty-bound to be here to simply say that it is your duty not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. It is your duty to fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. And now is the time to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. It is time to beat up prosecutors you don't like at the voting booth. It is time to hold mayoral offices accountable, chiefs and deputy chiefs. Atlanta is not perfect, but we're a lot better than we ever were, and we're a lot better than cities are. I'm mad as hell. I woke up wanting to see the world burn down yesterday because I'm tired of seeing black men die. He casually put his knee on a human being's neck for nine minutes as he died like a zebra in the clutch of a lion's jaw. And we watch it like murder porn over and over again. So that's why children are burning to the ground. They don't know what else to do. And it is the responsibility of us to make this better right now. We don't want to see one officer charged. We want to see four officers prosecuted and sentenced. We don't want to see targets burning. We want to see the system that sets up for systemic racism burnt to the ground. And as I sit here in Georgia, Homer Stevens, Georgia, former vice president of the Confederacy, white man said that law, fundamental law, stated that whites were naturally the superior race. And the Confederacy was built on a cornerstone It's called a cornerstone speech. Look it up. The cornerstone speech that blacks would always be subordinate. That officer believed that speech because he killed that man like an animal. In this city, officers have done horrendous things, and they have been prosecuted. This city's cut different. In this city, you can find over 50 restaurants owned by black women. I didn't say minority, and I didn't say women of color. So after you burn down your own home, what do you have left but char and
5: ash?
0: Pretty powerful words from T.I. Spoke a little bit, but uh, Killer Mike, um, if you're looking for a good podcast interview, uh, Killer Mike on uh, Joe Rogan, uh, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan uh, Rogan experience um, is. is 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 a good one uh take a listen to that um i like both her words the only thing i think that i i would want clarification on is what t i meant by it's okay everywhere else not here i'll take it as 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 i heard it not okay anywhere I think the, the, the reason to, the reason why most might look at these protests that turn into riots and, and, and be against it is, have you seen the interviews that they've done with some of the, the protesters, rioters, most of them sound like fucking idiots I'm sorry. At the beginning, there was a listener discretion. Um, most of them sound like idiots, Un- sounding unreasonable with how, with why they're doing what is they're doing. Why are they breaking down the windows to that Starbucks? Why are they breaking down that Target? Is there a right way to protest? slash riot I don't know everyone has a breaking point I I haven't heard too many good good reasons as to why as to why I should see what I see on TV and go all right that's cool I haven't seen too many reasons why. And again, I would say this was a drop-heavy, almost family guy-esque episode. Here's probably one of the few times that I heard someone and went, that makes sense.
5: The reason why buildings are burning is because this city, this state, would prefer preserving that white nationalism and that white supremacist mindset over arresting, charging, and helping to convict four officers who killed the black man. Right. That is the reality of what we're dealing with. This is not just a few cops doing things across the country. This is not a good cop versus bad cop situation. This is Ahmad Arbery being shot down by white men on the streets of Georgia Brianna Taylor being killed being killed in her home This is in New York City where we were until freedom, we were just in New York fighting the police officers who in the name of social distancing were damn near killing black young people on our streets. This is a coordinated activity happening across this nation and so we are in a state of emergency. Black people are dying in a state of emergency. We cannot look at this as an isolated incident. The reason why buildings are burning are not just for our brother George Floyd. We're, they're burning down because people here in Minnesota Because Target should be on the streets with us calling for the justice that our yeah. people deserve. Where was AutoZone at the time when Philando Castile was shot in a car, which is what they actually represent? Where were they? So if you are not coming to the people's defense, then don't challenge us when young people and other people who are frustrated and instigated by the people you pay, you are paying instigators to be among our people out there throwing rocks windows and burning down buildings. And so young people are responding to that. They are enraged. And there's an easy way to stop it. Arrest the cops. Charge the cops. Charge all the cops. Not just some of them. Not just here in Minneapolis. Charge them in every city across America where our people are being murdered. Charge them everywhere. We learned violence from you. The violence was what we learned from you. So if you want us to do better, then damn it, you do better.
0: This was an activist um, that spoke out last night. And while I've been, I want to say vocal, in talking about why we should look for different avenues to try to make things better, come up with a solution, I have nothing against that. Nothing against what she said I don't think at any point in her speech Was she wrong Since this speech came out And plenty of other activists have spoken Plenty of celebrities Mayors Leaders There has been There has been an arrest made on the police officers, so there has been a an arrest made. There were four involved. One has been arrested, charged with third degree murder and manslaughter.
1: Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin is now in
2: custody and is being charged with third degree murder and manslaughter for the-
0: this. Was on uh, CNN reporting. So there's been made there's there's an arrest that has been made. Now a lot of people have said. That's the end of that. We continue to see uh, protests. Now today, I think what I was hearing a lot of was we've seen a more peaceful protest um, than in in days past. Um, but then you you do see you are starting to see now, as, as as I as I'm seeing on screen here, some protests starting into shoves and 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 and, and police with riot gear. Uh, starting to push back. Um, As I was mentioning, I feel like we do need um, leaders to to step up, people to be an example. Uh, Maybe the chief of police of uh, Minneapolis is one. Uh, Here is a story on her.
5: We are watching Chief Erica Shields. I must say, never have I ever In a protest of this magnitude as it is actively happening, witness the police Mm. chief on the ground being surrounded by those crowds. At one point you saw Chief Shields being hit with a little water from someone chugging water there on the police officers. Now she is face to face with a protester. As she said, they deserve to be heard. So it looks like Chief Shields is Mm -hmm. actively taking that moment right now, Cheryl, to practice exactly what she just said.
0: Uh, Simply amazing. Uh, She was actually out there uh, talking with protesters. Um, Unfortunate, someone threw, uh, I believe, a water bottle at her or something like that. Um, You're talking about not being listened to. You're talking about uh, people being against you. How many police chiefs do you know are out there right now talking to protesters? Uh, Simply amazing. To, to to see that, to see people step in there and try to de-escalate things just a little bit, just enough. And there's th- three other police officers. Uh, there's a couple of points to m- be made about that. Uh, why did it take four days? <laughs> if you guys listen to... um. I believe he was in the from the prosecutor's office, from DA office, or something like that. Um, it sometimes takes a year. This arrest was made in four days. Now I think what they're discussing now is the other three officers, and from what I hear from uh, the Floyd family. they might, they're pushing for a tougher sentence or or tougher punishment. Um, Could they go to second degree murder? Possibly. But right here, when we're reacting out of emotion is that the punishment is by definition at the moment, third degree. Could it go to second degree? Possible. There's an argument to be made there. But third degree murder is is where it is at currently. You have a lot of athletes speaking out. LeBron James, there is no secret there. one of the people speaking out uh, in regards to this amongst a plethora of other athletes uh, that are that are speaking out over George floyd's death um The definition right now of, um, thank you, it looks like there's a couple more people joining on uh, Facebook Live. Thank you for uh, joining in. Thank you for support. Uh, feel free to comment. Um, I'll go ahead and read that. Uh, I'm not sure. We're just past the one hour mark. I don't know about taking phone calls or anything like that, um, but um, I will at least uh, take messages if you have any any thoughts? Um, not, not a data to, I guess, I guess just welcoming all opinions, all all comments. Um, I will read third degree murder definition. Uh, the unlawful killing of a human being when perpetrated without any design to affect death by a person engaged in perpetration of or in the attempt of uh, per- to perpetrate. Any felony other than 19... Enumerated categories of felonies uh, second degree murder a person can give a date of second degree murder but this is for California so I'm reading California um, will face a sentence of 15 years in life in prison and thus must serve at least 15 years in person uh, punishment increase uh, what is the second okay here we go second degree murder is uh, this is on uh, fine law now second degree murder is generally defined as intentional murder that lacks uh premeditation and is intended to only cause bodily harm and demonstrate an extreme indifference to human life The exact legal definition of this crime will vary by jurisdiction. I will allow you to check the definition for Minneapolis for Minnesota I promise you it's 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 it's, it's almost word for word it has to be. But this sounds like it should be the one. I'll read it again. Second degree murder is generally defined as an, in, as intentional murder that lacks premeditation. Dude didn't wake up that day going like, I'm going to go find George Floyd that I have a hard time believing. Although he has had like 18 complaints, um, in Minneapolis. Um, but, Is intended to only cause bodily harm. He intended to cause bodily harm by putting his knee on his neck. And demonstrates an extreme indifference to human life. Dude was saying he couldn't breathe. You had your knee to his neck for close to 10 minutes. Have a comment on Facebook Live. Uh, The riot and destroying property and looting is not the way to protest, in my opinion. Go protest in front of the courthouse and a police station is the one way to go. If there's ever a place, I think, to affect some change, I do believe so. I do believe in, in places like that. Um, As mentioned, without the destruction of of property, we got to keep in mind man. we're talking about business owners, small business owners who in this current state of a pandemic are having a hard time just staying open. There was a guy I'm not too familiar with the story, but I was told that there was a guy that had was was about to open a sports bar and that got damaged. We have, um, and you know the one thing about protesting and rioting is what's changed from the last time there was a protest and riot? The one that comes to mind is a Rodney King. Protest and riots. What changed there? how much is this helping and how much is this hurting as and i want to reiterate uh keisha lance bottoms um mayor of atlanta her her comments when she referenced a vote in june uh, apparently there might be some elections in atlanta in june um and vote in vote in november i don't know if i will be i think at the highest level in our country democrat or republican It hasn't made a difference Hasn't changed anything Obama was president And as we can see Nothing has changed for black America There's definitely something in the water In um there's something definitely in the water in um in Minneapolis for sure as um one of the first things I think that caught my mind or my eye and my ears was um I was working I I, I'm working from home and I literally work where I'm sitting right now and Sorry, uh, we just had the uh, mayor of Atlanta right now on uh, live on CNN, and I just kind of kind of caught my eye as far as here's as to what she's saying um, a day after uh, the clip I just played. But um, a reporter for CNN, I was in here working, and a reporter for CNN. Scattering got the
2: protesters at that point.
0: Here's a reporter from CNN talking. Uh,
2: and so we walked away. I'm sorry. Okay, do you mind whoa, 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 telling whoa, whoa. me why I am under arrest, sir?
0: Why, why am I under arrest? Sir? Okay, This is CNN reporter Omar Jimenez. The, the thing to note there is, I was asked, um, why, why was he arrested? I think it was at the moment a safe place for them to be at and report from, and then some girl, at least it looked like a girl, just zoomed by and uh, was I don't know what she was trying to do, and uh, we had a uh, police go around the reporter. Uh, there was a reporter producer cameraman and I think a security guy that they had with them and keep in mind this is this is a reporter from CNN uh with decked out with CNN stuff right credentials and all and was arrested all four were arrested taken to the police station and then released um Once CNN got in contact with governor and so on, uh, they were released. Apparently, at that point, they were able to prove that that was them. It does sound like this can be an ongoing... Thing. I don't know if this is going to be going away anytime soon. Um, I need to set up a better phone system uh, to have people call in. Uh, anyone that has my number that wants to call in that doesn't want their name on there is okay as well. Um, other than that, I'm not taking any calls. Uh just let comment if you want to though. Um, I'm about to wrap this up though. If I don't get anything, um uh there's one thing we do in this household is we watch pro wrestling and we watch the UFC and there's a UFC fight tonight. And we're definitely gonna be watching that. I think it probably started already. But um I will end with this. as humans we are capable of extraordinary things we have achieved so much and it's it's amazing what we've done what we're doing and where we're heading If we can just think about that for a moment and want to move forward because we can. John F. Kennedy once said, we do things not because they're they're easy, but because they are hard. And we can. We can overcome stuff like this. We can be better than this. Today we had a successful launch sending American astronauts launching them from America through SpaceX. I don't... So I pray that things like that that people like that as I pray to my God we're, we're capable of incredible things. To end this on a positive note I want to end this on a positive note that we are capable of great things. We can achieve better. Today is a first step in getting Americans back in space, getting Americans back on the moon, getting Americans and other countries astronauts to do something incredible like Mars. If you have not seen it, you should and you should celebrate the achievement that we have achieved as Americans, as humans. Here's the audio of SpaceX launching into into space.
3: Five, four, three, two, one, zero.
5: Ignition. Lift off of the Falcon 9 and Crew Dragon. Go NASA. Go SpaceX. Godspeed, Bob and Doug. America has launched,
3: and so rises a new era of American spaceflight, and with it the ambitions of a new generation continuing the dream. 20 seconds into flight, stage one
2: propulsion is nominal.
0: We can be better than that. This was difficult for me to do. It really was. But I'm glad I was able to come on here and voice my opinion. Thank you for those of you that commented. Uh, This can be an ongoing thing. Um, I'll work out a system to get calls in here um i cannot wait to have people back in here face to face at a close distance um this was jimmy podcast world i am jimmy i will see you next time Uh, if you have nothing to do tonight and you're looking for live sporting events the ufc is live on espn espn plus go ahead and check them out i will be give me sports give me tacos Give me the world?
1: The Jimmy Podcast World
0: Sending a quick shout out to Adam Levine